You have a thing. Yeah. You want to talk about? No, not not to talk about. Like I have oh. an intro thing. Oh. Yeah. Do your intro thing. Hey everybody, welcome to Nights with Mike, the only show that's more fun when yeah, damn it. That's right, bitch. <laughs> the only show that's Take more two. fun than golf with a gator, but less fun than a barrel of monkeys. I'm Luca, your one of your co-hosts, and then then we go into the rest of it. But do you just want to redo it? I mean, we already did it now. Oh, okay. I'm with Ryan. Like that's all a part of it now. Well, fine. <laughs> <laughs> We're in this together. Just not High School Musical style. Like, oh, I know. No, no, definitely not. No. Okay. Sweet. Anyway, we're talking about relationships <laughs> today. Mm-hmm. So before we get into relationships, is there anything anybody wanted to talk about first? Oh, the grab bag? Sure. Mm-hmm. Didn't you have something? I know? did. But I wanted to, you know, give the floor to everybody oh, else first. Right. You have something. Okay. <laughs> so on the last episode, we talked about Pat and I, Joe, and mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to uh, go online and see if that was legit. And it totally is. So. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so, Cotton Eye Joe was released um, in 1994 by, oh shit, I had it right there, and now it's, damn it. Oh, uh, Rednecks, literally, <laughs> Rednecks, yeah. but spelled R-E-D-N-E-X. Okay. So, uh, that's just hilarious to begin with. Um, but, so, according to Urban Dictionary... The act of a man having his urethra swabbed by a Q-tip to test for STDs or or just another name for STDs. What? That makes no sense. Because you have to get... I'm going to restart this because uh-huh. I'm having trouble reading this out loud. Got it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the act of having... Uh, the act of a man having his urethra swabbed by a Q-tip to test for STDs um, because you have to get... This makes... Okay, somebody else read this. Okay. Because it's just not making any sense to me right now. The act of a man having his urethra swabbed by a Q-tip to test for STDs, or just another name for STDs, because you have to get the swabbing. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. Term made most famous by Swedish techno folk bluegrass band Rednecks, with an X, no CK, with their version of the song Cotton Eye Joe in 1994. If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> that's where it's from. So, <laughs> so obviously that's the chorus. But even in like the uh, the other lyrics, um, <clears throat> he rode through the fields so handsome and strong. His eyes uh, were was his eyes was his tools. And his smile was his gun, but all he had come for was having some fun. If it hadn't been, if it hadn't been, he brought disaster wherever he went. The hearts of the girls was to hell broken scent. Uh, they all ran away so nobody would know and and left only men because of Cotton Eye Joe. And it's just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Totally all about STDs. Yeah. I thought that was super hilarious. <laughs> Damn, uh, that's and that's a huge, like, thing that, that's a song everybody knows. And, right? like, you you gotta, like, watch the music video for it. I never, I never saw it before until I did this, and I, like, looked it up, and, Jesus, it's super weird. I mean. <sighs> it's a song about STDs. How weird can it be? And they're hillbillies. <laughs> they're, like, straight up hillbillies. No, no, no. No, they're but rednecks. it's. Right. Re- yeah. They're, they're literally they rednecks. They were, what, a Swedish folk 
Swedish grass. Bluegrass. Techno. Yeah. Techno. <laughs> techno band. Oh, yeah, techno. techno. I forgot about that part. <laughs> yep. So that that was wow. totally true. And I just wanted to touch on that before we start talking about other things because I thought that was just hilarious. My favorite line in that song is the part where he says, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's a good part. I love it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. Elijah. So yeah. Elijah. Also, I just realized we didn't introduce you two. No, we did. We did. We did. We? Did we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. We kept on we didn't even introduce me after that. Because I did my introduction, then you did your introduction. Yeah. And we covered them. Did we? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, thanks for trying to make sure everybody was included. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all get participation trophies. Good yeah. job, everyone. Yay! Yay. Sarcastic yeah. thanks for forgetting about us. Oh. Uh, okay. Relationships. Relationships. Elijah. So, real quick, I wanted to talk about <laughs> the five love languages because it re- applies to pretty much every relationship you can possibly have, whether it be romantic, platonic, brother, sister, anything like. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not incestuous, you dirty. Like, oh, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Unless you're what? on the internet. I didn't know what he meant. Like I was the, like, really? Like you're right. relationships. Okay, wait. Show of hands. Who doesn't know yes. what love languages are? So this is not a visual medium. Hand. Let's say I or nay. <laughs> Yay or nay? Yay or nay. Love languages. Yay. 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 Okay, sweet. Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, for those of them at home who don't know... So the five love languages are the proper, not proper, it's the best description of how you communicate with your loved ones or people who you care about. So um, there are five different ones, obviously, five love languages. Uh-huh. Um, so there's six? Y- you know what? There might be. I'm Don't sorry. forget the power of body language. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know they do that shit in like Chinese poetry and shit? They'll say like there's... 35 ways to write the word sword, but he wrote the 36th. Oh. And it's like, what the fuck even? Stop. <laughs> Just, no. You can't tell me that kind of shit. Sidebar, I love that meme of like, in this particular language, we don't say I love you. We say whatever you would say in that language. Oh, and I think me. that's so beautiful. And then, like, here in America, it's just like, we don't say I love you. We say, sup, bitch. <laughs> and I just find that so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> sup, bitch. Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. I bought I you think... a taco. <laughs> <laughs> fucking accurate. That's so beautiful. Yeah, that is beautiful, yeah. Sup, oh. bitch, I bought you a taco. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. And just, like, that sobbing. Just is called gift giving. giving. Hey. <laughs> Number three. So the first one is words of affirmation. So sup, bitch. Sup, bitch. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> and just general any kind of verbal communication. Stay in your lane. I mean, I don't know about that one. No? Okay. Yeah, that's no? definitely. I think not. pet names could also fall under oh, words absolutely. of absolutely. affirmation. Yeah. Yep, pet names, things like that. <clears throat> I am a big giver of words. You are. I've noticed that. You, like, a lot of the times I feel like you appreciate it when I, like, verbally say things to you. Like, hey. Oh, I mean, like, when people, definitely when people say things to me, but I am one to almost consistently say things to other people. Well, that's how they work, too, is whatever, whatever you do to other people is also what you want done to you. Just because that's, that's how your brain works, essentially. That's That's very true. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily, though. Not necessarily, no, yeah. but most of the time, like, most of the time. 
Like I because that's where like I say that because I'm the exception in that that's rule. Disc- because yeah, I don't necessarily always <clears throat> like I, if I know that somebody appreciates word, words of affirmation, like I make it a point mm-hmm. to try and do that for them. Yeah. But naturally, like I don't if somebody tells me they love me, like uh, great. <laughs> like but for me, I appreciate it. It's not so much something that like I expect somebody to give me, uh, but like in my relationship with Cat, I I notice when it's not being said. Yeah, and that's more what it is. That mm. that's for me too. Like I I took a quiz however long ago, just to like it did like a percentage <clears throat> of which ones of the five are like your tops and all bottoms and all that, tops and. and I tied for three of them, and I forget. I'll when we go over them, I'll remember. But the, the net or I, whatever, words of affection was up there for me, but almost at the same level as that. Like I can, I feel when it's not being said, mm-hmm. but I don't need it necessarily. I need it at like work, like I need somebody to be like, hey, you did this thing, like you organized this really, really nicely. I really like that. Like that's what I get out of. But like, all right, that's something I get out of it. But like. Like my mom telling me, like, "Oh my god, I love you so much." Like, it sounds bad, but like that's your job, bitch. You're supposed to love me. Like, <laughs> and same thing. Like, I don't feel, and it's just I can agree with that. again, this is just me. Like, I don't. I'm sure you guys have noticed. Like, I don't say I love you a lot. I'm not very yeah. verbally it, affectionate. Okay, quick little story about Luca over here. Oh lord, it took. <laughs> I I don't even know how many years of us being friends for him to actually start hugging me goodbye. Like, I hug most of my friends goodbye because physical touch is one of my love languages. Yeah, mine too. So I'm a very, like, I like to give hugs, and, uh, like, I do it to people I meet for the first time. Sometimes it's weird. I'm a hairstylist. I just meet somebody, like, an hour, and then I hug them. It's weird. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, like, that's just what I do. Mm -hmm. And uh, it took a really long time for Luca to be able to, like, willingly Yeah, and that's just because I'm not not a hugger. I'm not, I don't get words of affirmation, physical contact. I don't need those from, quote unquote, normal people. I need that from somebody I'm in a relationship with, like a romantic. Yeah, yeah. but beyond that, like, I just it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me. In like a platonic sense, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. like it's it's just like a to me, it's something that's understood. I wouldn't be around you or be your friend or do all those things with you if I didn't already feel those things. Which is when we'll get into the other things, which I do a lot more of. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Wait, say the second, last part again? The other... Yeah. So, the those two, physical touch and words of affirmation, I don't ever do those for people. Oh, okay. yeah. But the other three, which... Yeah. He said, so, let's finish off <laughs> So, number two is quality time. So, uh, that could be, like, for me, like, that's one of my big ones. Like, it could be where we're in the same room together and we don't even really need to associate each other which is one of the reasons why mine and Corey's living together worked out so well Mm -hmm. was because we didn't need to be doing things together all the time we could Mm -hmm. be in the living room together playing two completely separate games and barely talking to each other and it was that was perfect for me like Mm -hmm. it was great it was perfect for me too yeah Uh, quality time is probably my biggest love language Mm -hmm. like i just even if we're not doing anything other than just sitting on the couch Together. just watching a show yeah like as long as i'm able to be near you for such amount of time then mm. yeah like that's that to me is love yeah and there's different parts of quality time too like it could be that where it's you don't really need to communicate all that much 
or it can also be where like you need to have that nice like intellectual intellectual conversation Mm -hmm. where you're there's like focus given to you there's attend i don't like to use that word i feel like it's very attention it's very like oh I feel like it sounds needy. I don't. It does sound needy. I get what you mean. But But like, you like that interaction. You like having the time to focus on someone and have them focus back on you. It's like the conversation at the end of the day. Like, how was work? Exactly. Mm -hmm. You just go from there. Yeah. Yeah. So then, number three is what I mentioned earlier: gift giving. So spontaneous. Like, I know that. Well, here actually, better example because this is one of Luca's love languages yeah, he is a sure. massive gift giver <laughs> and that's how he shows how he loves people also why i'm for sure it poor there's <laughs> yes yes it is like <laughs> one year for christmas ah. i don't even know how how much he spent on me i know what you're he, talking about too he gave me i'm a really big mass effect fan so yeah. he gave me a yeah. mass effect jacket the strategy guide for mass effect 3 and then the soundtrack for mass effect 1 and like all for Christmas, and I was like, "Oh my God, I only got you like one thing that costed me like twenty five dollars." And I was devastated, but it's fine. <laughs> but like, and and it could just be it doesn't have to be for like a holiday. Like, oh hey, and Luca will bring over like Reese's for me yeah. because he it, knows that I love Reese's. Yeah, and like Ryan does that as well. Like he'll mm-hmm. bring over gummy bears or random things that he knows that I like. And then on the flip side, I absolutely. I, I can't really relate with gift giving at all. Like, I don't like giving gifts because I'm a cheap ass. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, I don't like receiving gifts either because then I feel obligated. Like, sudden, Absolutely. Yeah, suddenly, Same, bitch. Me too. Like, <clears throat> me too. E- even if it's just like, hey, like, can you loan me a dollar just so I can get a soda at the vending machine? And it's like, man, Fuck. Now I gotta give him a fucking dollar back, and I don't know when I'm gonna have a dollar, and maybe he'll just forget about it. Yeah. Or maybe he'll charge me fucking in, uh, what is that? Interest. Interest. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I don't want to deal with that shit. Like, that man, come that on. That definitely took yeah, a while for you apart. to like break through, especially with me. Like there was a lot of you made sure that we were equivalent when it came to monetary. I mean, I did yeah. the same thing no, because, yeah. because I'm the same way as you. Like I'm not, I, that is not one of my love languages. I hate giving gifts because to me, if I'm going to give a gift to somebody, it has to be something meaningful and I don't want to put forth that effort and it's too much and mm-hmm. I don't like it. It is. And Kat's and like, so like, what are you getting Danny and Robert for Christmas? And what about Ryan and Christina and Sarah and, like, literally <laughs> the entire list of friends? And I'm like, bitch, I'm getting you a gift and, like, yeah. maybe my brother. Like, you can tell me that, Merry Christmas. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I, I don't have the money to spend on literally every person <laughs> in my life, yeah. Yeah. let alone yeah. your cousin. Fuck that. Your yeah. cousin. <laughs> and if it's something, like, if I just see something and I'm like, that is something that Ryan would really love. Like, I'll grab it. Mm-hmm. Like, that'll do. Yeah. Like, if I see something, then I'll get it for them. But, like, I, that's not, it's, it's not a big yeah. language for me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm definitely a gift giver. Uh, and I totally feel you of, like, the equivalent exchange thing. For me, it's more just a matter of, like, yeah, if I loan you a dollar, just, like, buy me some chips. Like not not like a full bag, no, yeah. but you know, like something. It, it doesn't have to be exactly the same, unless it's like, hey, I need to borrow this much money for this specific thing that I need actual cash for, instead of just like you buying me food or something mm. like that. Then it's 
Yeah, but that's not like a, a gift, though. Yeah, no. That's then like it's, a request. Yeah, then it's more it's of just a, a deal. That's like an act of service. in exchange. Yeah. Act of service. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, continue. Go on. Yeah. So next one is number four, act of service. Wow. So, like, mm. like, if you, if that's one of the ways that you show people how you love them is acts of service, like, that's my father. Like, he will, if he bowers my car, like, he'll just fill up the tank gas a lot of the times, or he'll like he'll just do things for me like just mm-hmm. that's how he shows how he loves me because he's not very good with his words and so like that's one of the things he does yeah that's my dad too yeah yeah i feel like that's a very dad thing. Co- like common like cisgender male cisgender uh yeah like yeah masculinity thing not <clears throat> yeah not being able to express emotion so to speak so you just you, find, you do things for yeah people. you do things so yeah the, yeah you fix stuff. You it's do like this, a very you do subtle that. way to express. I'm saying, like I care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without actually saying. Yeah. So then the last one, physical touch. So physical touch can be something that's actually like completely platonic, or Wait. it can be something that is. Wait, back up. What was what was number two? Number two is quality time. What was number one? Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation, quality time, gifts, acts of service. Oh, okay. Sorry, I got it mixed up. And then physical touch. So. <clears throat> That's one of mine. Although for me, like, it, physical touch applies in the platonic sense for me. Like mm-hmm. physical touch when it comes to like a sexual sense, like that's where like that like love language cuts off for me. Like f- like sex to me is not a love not language. Necessary. Yeah, like that doesn't play a factor in in my affection for you. Oh okay. Yeah. But like. When it like a lot of times when I laugh really hard, like I'll reach out and I'll touch someone, and it's usually whoever made me laugh because I just want like I love you. That was super fucking funny, and I'm gonna touch you now because that's how I show that I love you. And uh, like I'm very touchy feely that way. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I like to give hugs a lot. Mm-hmm. So if quality time is like my number one, physical touch for me is kind of like that. All right, motherfucker, get the f- out of my way. <laughs> Like, I adore physical touch, and I love touching people, so, like, <laughs> I mean, just you can you show me? Well, well, no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, the way you but, said it, I was like, I have to, I know, I have I, to attack that. But, like, <laughs> can you show me on this diagram where you touch people? Literally everywhere. <laughs> so, I, I also respect boundaries, so I understand if somebody doesn't like being touched, or, right. like, if I'm meeting somebody for the first time... Like, if I, I feel like I'm a very good judge of character, at the very least, like, a good judge of, like, I get a sense for the kind of personality that that person has. So, if I meet somebody and they're very energetic, it'll be like a, it, if I feel the need for a handshake, I'll handshake. But if I feel like they're totally down for a hug, it's like, hey, can, can we hug? Like, you seem to be really cool friends with my friend, can I hug you? And that's how a lot of my relationships with friends actually started. Like, Mm. one of... (laughs) There was this place that a lot of the cool kids used to hang out at uh, a little ways down the highway. And I actually met one of my wife's friends there uh, before I even knew that they were friends. But she knew me through Kat. So she was like, hey, you're Corey, right? And I'm like, yeah. Like, do, do I know you? And she's like, no, no, it was Lemon. Oh. So. That's okay. 
she's like, you're Corey, right? And I'm like, yes. And then she just reaches out and like grabs my peck and like just nestles it there for like three seconds, then looks me in the eye and says, this is how I say hi. So I'm just like, okay. So I reached out and I full on grabbed her boob. Oh my God. And I was like, (laughs) hi. hi." Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how she says hi. So I, I returned the favor. And it wasn't like a squeeze or like a caress or anything. It was like she literally just grabbed my boob. Now I'm going to grab her boob. And then I just looked at her face and went, hello. And she's like, oh, I like you. <laughs> That's legit. And then like we we became very loose friends. But anytime we saw each other either at school or sometimes she would come into where I work. And <clears throat> like we would always just sit and chit chat for like five, ten minutes, however long we had. And... Like, that's kind of how I met Kat, too, was I saw that she was wearing this Mario t-shirt and a Kingdom Hearts necklace, and, like, immediately it resonated with me on a level of nerddom that I just had to express it through a hug. And I didn't even know who she was, didn't ask her name, nothing. It was just like, oh my god, you're such a nerd and you're hanging out with all of my friends, hug time. And... And here we yeah, are. Yeah, almost 12 years later, we're married, and we live in a house together. And, and they touch a lot. To... Oh, we touch a lot. Oh, we touch a lot. <laughs> yeah. A lot more now than we used to. Which so is good. much touching. So much touching. It's funny, because when you said that you made a friend, what, like physical touch, I was like, that's how you met your wife, by the way. No, yeah. I was like, I was like, I wanted to point it out, but I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let him finish, and then we'll see what happens. Well, you I it mean, up like boob touching and hug are like two very different things. Those are two very separate yep. boundaries. But once you realize where the boundaries lie with people, with and you have the love language of physical touch, then you know how far you can go. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, I'm just gonna buy people things. I mean, I have no problem trying to buy your love. (laughs) So that's all I have on the above languages. Mm -hmm. That's all you have on the love languages? Yeah, I didn't do it. Well, I mean, there are only five. I know. Yeah. (laughs) I just wanted to. That's all you have, Danny? Yeah. Um, Jesus, Danny. I don't know. Well, how much physical touch do you require, Ryan? How much physical touch do I require? Um. How do I explain this? It's weird. I do not... I like to touch, and I don't like to touch. Because touching is too stimulating. Okay. For me. (laughs) You had me, and then you lost me. Yeah, no, I just... I'm I'm still with you. Yeah, that's generally why I don't, like, touch people. Like, it's literally, like... It's a feeling that sticks with me for a while, so I just... Like, can you describe it a little bit more? Is it a feeling in your head, in your heart, No, it's a feeling wherever I... No. Fucker. (laughs) 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 It's a feeling depending on wherever I've touched them. So even if I, like, brush someone, it's, like, a very, like... um, You know... Is it just a part of, You know how, like, if you're... In a place where you're ticklish, if somebody's just like, yeah, um, yeah, I know. Shut up, motherfucker! I haven't done that in a while, so shut the fuck up. Little backstory: <laughs> Lucas super, super ticklish, and I used to touch his sides. He's ticklish on the sides of his like okay. torso. It fucking hurts. He said it hurts. It does. 
Okay. I understand. I hate being tickled. I loathe being tickled. Being tickled. Okay, but point is like you know when you're ticklish somewhere and someone's not touching you but they're very close and it's that like weird feeling that you get like that super sensitive feeling. Yeah. That is what I get when I general generally when I touch people and stuff like that. So I just yeah. uh. Mm. Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I must have been a nightmare for you in college. Yeah, I was constantly touching. I told. You. I mean, I I told you guys. Yeah. I told you guys multiple times. Like I'm super sensitive. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. He did. No, yeah, I'm very sensitive uh, <laughs> uh, body wise. So I generally like stay away from touch. Just like uh, sometimes it can be too much. Yeah. 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 But I also love it. So yeah, it's a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. Same. Like they would be. Physical touch and words of affirmation would be exclusive to somebody that I'm in a relationship with. Yeah. Otherwise, like, platonically, I don't really need that at all. And then, yeah, gift giving, probably quality time now, actually, and then acts of service. Yeah. For me. For other people. Yeah, yeah, same, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I actually think that the reason that I'm like that is just... The current buildup that I have of just not having had um, like a romantic relationship for like a really long time, mm-hmm. so like I just I can see that. Yeah, it's just, I'm just like super sensitive to touch. <clears throat> yeah, because I just have not touched anyone in a long time. Yeah, so it's just like I think if um, I were to be in a relationship, then I'd be much more open to being. Uh, to being more touchy feely um, with people, of course, respecting boundaries and stuff like yeah. that. But <clears throat> who does I'd... that? <laughs> I thought that was gonna be funny. <laughs> <laughs> who respects boundaries? I just got dead silence. Like, <laughs> because honestly, crickets. I didn't really hear you at first. Oh. Yeah. Then, then I realized you said, "Who does that?" And yeah. I was like, "Oh." That's funny. But it wasn't. They all just stopped and just stared at me for a second. I I thought you said, Who's that? And I was like, Who's what? That's why I just stopped. I just stopped and was like, "Hmm?" No. Who respects boundaries? Gotcha. Yeah. Who does that? Top drill. Um, (laughs) One last thing about specifically touching. Uh, It's funny because in my teaching methods class for yoga, like, one of the things we go over is when is it okay to touch somebody? Like, when you're the teacher and you're, you know, trying to help people. And everyone's, like, you know, giving their own little opinions about it. Like, oh, well, you you know, you want to go over them and be like, just, I'm just going to, like, just press gently here and then kind of move you this way. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do that. I'm just going to do whatever. And then they get to me and I'm like, yeah, I'll probably open up the class with, like, if I try to touch you, please know that I do not want to touch you any more than you want me touching you. <laughs> it's going to be quick, it's going to be painful for both of us, and I'm never going to come near you again. <laughs> yeah, just uh, as yeah, yeah, that's good. Thank you. I like that now. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> what now? Well. That's all we got on love languages. Let's see. Unless there's something else. Well, what about... Polyamorous relationship. <laughs> ah, yes. Of course, everybody has to jump on me. <laughs> that is how polyamory tends to work, yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Not so much in mine, but yeah. in some. So, I have been in a polyamorous relationship for the past almost nine years now. Something like that. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. Mm-hmm. So, when, like, 
a little bit of backstory. I'm going to try to shrink it down as much as possible. Kat actually tells this story so much better than I do. <clears throat> it's really her story. Yeah, it, it really is more her story <laughs> we than it is mine. should have had her come over. It should have, but meh, whatever. Um, so when she went away to college, uh, we broke up like almost as soon as she moved in. And over the course of that time, we got back together and broke up and got back together again multiple times. And during one of those times that we were broken up, she met somebody down there and or up there or wherever and <clears throat> fell in love, but then realized like, oh, maybe this person isn't necessarily for me. And like, I still I'm still not over Corey. So she finally like comes back to me and says, look. Like, this is kind of the way things are, and if, as long as you allow me to have this relationship while I'm here at school, then we can get back together. And I was a hopeless romantic, still am, and was still deeply in love with her, and I said, yeah, okay, let's do it. Like, I, these are my boundaries. At the time, I didn't know what, like, hard boundaries were. Mm-hmm. or even soft boundaries or anything like that. It was just like, I don't want to know anything about your guys' relationship because to me, it was, I figured it was just going to be like this thing that blew over as soon as school was over. And then uh, I think I think it was like around that time that River wound up having uh their pancreas or some something like that. Some, some kind of intestinal thing happened where they needed to go to the hospital and uh, face something very, very near death. And Kat was all like, no, like I, that whole, you don't know what you got until it's gone kind of thing. And was like, no, I am in love with this person and I can't accept any other kind of relationship with Corey without River. And I, I had a hard time with it in the beginning. And then over time and through like counseling and uh, like just talking with Kat over the next, God, four or five years. Yeah. Yeah. I think it took me around four years to finally like be okay with it because I realized that what Kat was trying to tell me was in a polyamorous relationship, it's not so much that you love one person more than the other. And this is by no means the same, but it's something equivalent to when you have more than one kid, you don't love one kid more than the other. Your heart just kind of grows to love both of them. And there are, other people at this table that actually no all of us all of us here at this table have siblings and we all know that our parents love one of us more than the other yeah, yeah. That, is, <laughs> that, is, that is so incredibly true that is so true that honestly yesterday i was at a memorial dinner and we were all at the table eating dinner and talking and my parents were talking about um how we felt as kids like or how how, yeah, how we felt as kids about, like, you know, living away from our parents for a while. Because, you know, Shannon went off to college. I went off to New York. They did not once mention me. I swear to God, if oh my God. if I had, like, 
we there was multiple conversations about like like past childhood things, and they literally mentioned Shannon only. And I was like, wow. I was like, hmm. I was like, if I wasn't here, oh no, if I was here and somebody else was here who didn't know that like I was the son. Of them, they wouldn't know. (laughs) They would think Shannon was their child, was their child, and their only child. (laughs) And didn't you say at one point, like the only reason they had Shannon was to help tame you a little bit? So you, well, it was because I was spoiled. Yeah, Yeah, I was spoiled. Wow, spoiled, so bad. (laughs) But yeah, they love Shannon more. No, yeah. So, (laughs) so don't get me wrong. I totally understand that parents will probably gravitate towards oh. one of their children more than the other but, but when you are in a polyamorous relationship your heart just grows for the other people that are in the relationship and it did take me a very long time but my love for river is only platonic it doesn't go any further than that we are not romantically tied to one another uh occasionally we'll tease Kat and be all like, oh no, we're both down for sexy time. Let's just have a threesome. But I can't bring myself to actually take that next step. I'm just not quite ready for that yet. And I don't know if I ever will be. But it's always something fun to play around with. But I didn't realize that I actually loved River as much as I do until they finally came from uh, Texas where they were living up here and moved in with us and like the day that river moved in it was like a homecoming like i've i finally felt like our family was completed again and like it it was great and having the three of us like working together as a unit to kind of make the home work is fantastic like i honestly don't it did take me a very long time, but I don't understand why more people don't do this. Yeah. Like, it, mm-hmm. simply for the benefits of the household. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. it's <laughs> like anytime I explain this kind of thing to like people at work, I always refer to River as like my roommate, not so much as like somebody that's in a romantic relationship with my wife. Mm-hmm. But anybody who feels like digging deeper into it then like i explain this story to them and they're like that's fucking weird and i'm like it is it is but i've come to terms with it right and i wouldn't have it any other way so i mean it's 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 weird in that it's just like not the norm you know yeah that's it's not like like out there weird you know but yeah but I think there's something to be said. Like, there's this quote that I know. I don't remember who it's from. I think it's Jason Mark, actually. But um, those in the relationship get to define the parameters and nobody mm-hmm. else. Right. So I think you're right. I think that is Jason. Yeah. It sounds like... So Corey River and Kat, they all, like, they're their own unit, and they get to decide <clears throat> how their relationship works and nobody else. Very Just true. like in my relationship with, like, if, I, if I'm monogamous... Like, whatever we do, whatever we decide to do, like, yeah, it might be monogamous, but hey, what if I want to, like, make out with somebody? If we discuss this and we deem that that is okay, then that is okay. Then it's okay. No, yeah. Then it's fine. Yeah. yeah. The way that true. any communic- or the way that any relationship works is through communication. Right. And mo- more so in a polyamorous relationship because you need to know everybody's boundaries that is involved. Right. And recently... 
like this past year, I tried to explore a an addition to the relationship. I met this girl while I was at work and I felt like me and her clicked really well, but she was like very, very young uh, compared to me and the rest of the people in my unit. And uh, it wound up driving a wedge between me and Kat and I didn't realize it until it was too late. And sadly I had to end the relationship, but it it left behind a lot of repercussions uh, that I probably won't voice here, just for personal, yeah, personal reasons. reasons. That's okay. Um, but things are resolved, and they're still hard, but, I mean, we're back to... I, I am finally back somewhere where i can say i am in a stable beautiful and loving relationship again yay oh thanks guys that's good well thank you (laughs) it is very nice thank you for sharing your input on that because that's polyamory something i've always wanted to learn a little bit more about especially because two of my best friends are in a polyamorous relationship with each other and sometimes like you know when you guys were going through some of those issues like it was a little harder for me to navigate your guys's relationship because I mean, yeah, it's you were not... there for a lot of the stuff that I was going through. Yeah. <laughs> and you actually came with me the first year that she was away at college, essentially on the let's get oh, the girl back yeah. mission. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I I owe a lot to you, actually, for, like, a oh. bunch of the shit that Kat and I have gone through. Well, thank you. Like, in a very positive sense. So, thank you, man. Absolutely. And uh, you guys are so sweet to each other. Like, <laughs> that was like, for real. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, like, that's where, like, acts of service comes in for me. Like, because mm. that's another one of my things is acts of service. And, uh, like, being able to be there for you guys and, like, try and, try and like, help, help out, out as yeah. much as I could without like overstepping was like really gratifying for me because I was like, yes, like I get to be here for this, like super like defining moment and like help you guys and uh, like be there for you if you need me and order food because you guys haven't eaten since like last night (laughs) and (laughs) like stupid shit like that. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, thank you for letting me. I could have been there more, but I was you were going through your own life yeah i was going through my own shit and i think i was really like uh when i was you know a practicing christian and stuff like that i think i was very judgmental of the fact that you guys were in a polyamorous relationship because i was like ah christian no religious belief i mean my brothers are both very judgmental about everything that i'm going through Um, really i didn't know that yeah like i figured i figured aiden Aiden is definitely much more receptive of it. Uh, Cam's a little more closed off, but in a way, that's just kind of the way he is. And I can't judge him for that because he's, as much as I hate it, I feel like Cam has grown up in my shadow a lot. And Mm -hmm. he's only now finally finding his way, his own own way. Mm -hmm. And it's a shame that he doesn't understand like, the kind of struggle that I've gone through just to have this kind of happiness. But he's also never been in a relationship before, nothing romantically, as far as I'm aware. And Aiden's already dating. Like, he's been seeing the same girl for, I think, like, six months now. 
Yeah. And like this seems to be like his first real loving relationship and he 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 doesn't understand the polyamory but he he doesn't judge me for it yeah because we're not hurting anybody the same way that like a homosexual relationship doesn't hurt anybody yeah like any kind of relationship as long as it's you know like what jason mark was saying like as long as the relationship is being upheld by the parameters to find yeah then and and as long as it's not hurting anybody who the fuck cares yeah so aiden doesn't give a fuck he just anytime it's brought up he's like i don't get that yeah but you are obviously happy who am i to step on that yeah Hmm. well that's really good of him and i've noticed that a lot of the younger crowd has been more accepting which is super great Mm -hmm. i have a lot of more accepting of things, even if they don't just understand it, anything. they're just like you know, if you're not hurting anyone, so yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Like I oh, have cool. a lot of like younger, like teenage clients being hairstylists. Like it's, it, it happens a lot, and like some of those subjects come up. Like I have a rainbow bracelet on my wrist at all times that I didn't actually intend for it to be like rainbow. I just I use a bracelet when I work to like clip clips on, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it just happened to be where like my old one broke and this was the one that i had so i put it on <laughs> and then i just always have it on because of work and so like it'll come up like the fact that i'm gay right and it like it never really phases anyone Ruff, like any of the, yeah it never like upsets that. and like i've always been like oh man like Especially, like, teenage boys, like, I'm an older guy, like, teenage boy, like, are they afraid that I'm gonna, like, prey on them or something? Like, I always get super, like, like, anxious about it. And, like, I I honestly, from, like, at this point, it's kind of irrational because I've never had any backlash from it, but it's still like that. This could be really bad. <laughs> it's weird hearing that come from you. That's I I feel that way Cause, about because being... like you you just said like I'm an older guy and I'm like bro you're 28 like you're not that old but then like if you but have a comparison. client that comes in exactly. and is like 19 it's like oh well no that, even I mean, younger is like a damn like I have, <laughs> I have I have like kids like I had a 10 year old come in super awesome story one of the top three moments of my career but after he met me he went home and he was 10 and he went. And talked to his mom a couple weeks later and told her that he was gay. He told both of his parents. And it was the best possible outcome for a kid coming out oh, to his ass. parents. It was super great. The mother did everything right. She told me the story. And then afterwards, she was like, I don't think he would have come out if, it wasn't, for if it wasn't for you. Because after we came back, I noticed that there was I could see that there was something that he wanted to talk to me about. And I think you gave him the courage. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just, like, I just lost it a little bit. That's super nice. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So. Like, you gave him the strength to actually be able to come out and be himself. Yeah. Or at least that's what she thinks, so. I mean, you probably, like, boosted him a little bit, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because I mean, you are openly, like, yeah. you know, gay. I don't I don't really hide it. I mean, yeah. everybody can tell at home from my voice. When I, I can hear myself when I edit I sound super gay. <laughs> I have a lisp, and it's super annoying because when I talk, like right now, I don't hear it. Yeah, I don't hear it either. But that's you because you grew up with me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, I do. It's it's the heavy yes. <laughs> that's mm. hey. Do yes. you have a lisp, Robert? No. No. Really? 
Unless you unless you deliberately put yours on. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. You can I I definitely notice like you will put a lisp on, but that's usually always in a situation where you're playing it's out in, that it's intended, yeah. comedy feminine aspect like and you do it for humor. Word. Yeah. It's uh-huh. weird though cuz like since I know the both of you so well, I know that if you have to put a straight face on, like straight, yeah. Then you can do it and do it really well. We could be passing. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, a lot of your wardrobe is very like flamboyant. metrosexual, metrosexual, Metro. if not very flamboyant. But I know somewhere deep in your closet, you have like <laughs> just oh well, I'm meeting people I don't know are gonna be very judgmental of me. So <laughs> oh, I put yeah, I and like I you take your rings out and you like mess your hair a little more, mm-hmm. I guess. But yeah, yeah. like. The both of you are able to pass as straight very yeah. easily. Sweet. Him more than you. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Most definitely. I always Absolutely. get people like, wait, you're gay? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I like the dick. And like, it does happen so to me. Much. But whatever. So much. <laughs> so so much. All of the D. Yeah. And it does happen to me. I have, I've had like, I've worked with a coworker. Granted, she's. I feel like she's just a little oblivious when it comes to certain things, and she just sees people as people. Um, I mean, that's but fine for too. the which is great, yeah. But like for the longest time, we worked together for maybe like six, seven months, and uh, um, one day she came in, she was like, "Oh my god, I didn't know you were gay." I was talking to our at the time our boss, and she had said that you know we need to find Daniel a girlfriend. We need to find him a good girl. And our boss was like, uh, um, you, you know, he's, he's gay. gay, right? Like he, he, he's gay. <laughs> and she was like, what? I didn't know that. Oh, well, we need to find him a good boy. <laughs> a good boy. I was like, thanks, there it is. <laughs> You're great. <laughs> and like, it was great that there was like this immediate, like, sh- oh, like I didn't realize yeah. switch over. Okay, boy. Right. But, like, for the longest time, she didn't know. And she told me this story, and I literally stopped and I looked at her, and I was like, Really? <laughs> Are, really? You didn't know? <laughs> like, I feel like I'm very obviously gay. Uh, I would I would categorize you as gay. Yeah. Straight up. Yep. I mean, <laughs> he well, might. Well, I mean, like, if, if we had. If we hadn't known you for the years that we have known <laughs> you. <laughs> Right. But I mean like I think when we met I had an inkling, but like it didn't bother me. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just like just don't come on to me. And then like three months later you came on to me and I'm of like Man, is. I can't do that with you. I'm into girls. Yeah. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> do that with you. Come here, let me feel your let me feel your back muscles. <laughs> no, yeah, you and Tomo would yeah, fucking I was gonna rub me up every like, goddamn day. <laughs> but you okay, but you loved it. You loved when we like massage your shoulders. I did love shoulders. the attention. Yeah. I did love the attention. And you love when I would massage I'm a your shoulders. Meaty bitch. So there. And yes, I love when you massage me. <laughs> so relationships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel the same way about being black. Yeah. When you say, um, when you were talking about how you have like an ir- uh, irrational fear. Oh, yeah. Of like, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel the same way. Like, I think about those it's things. The thing. I mean, I it's the same. I overthink about those thing. things that. Yeah. Because I, I know, like, uh, I, I 
think I know. <laughs> On a general note that most people aren't like, you know, thinking about me in terms of black. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, Ryan. Where they just see a person, and I'm thinking they see a black person. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah. So it, like, it I have, it's, yeah, it's it's something that I have to kind of like curtail a little bit, um, and learn to like mitigate. Depending, you know, because yeah. I mean, it's just like I can't um, automatically assume that people have feelings about me based on like my race, especially since. I generally have not really had to experience that much racism, as far as I know. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like as far obvious as, racism. Yeah, like yeah. the obvious, like, racisms and stuff like that. I mean, I've seen, like, undertones of things, but nothing that was really just, like, super effect- effective. Super my- effective. Yeah, super <laughs> effective, yes. <laughs> and nothing that was, like, super effective on, like, my life, you know what I mean? Same, yeah. So, um that's what I mean by, like, it being irrational because, it's like, well, it's not like I face, like, too much adversity based on being black mm-hmm. as far as I know. So yeah. then why am I all, like, ooh about it? But mm. you just don't know. Right. <laughs> At the end of the day, you just and don't fucking know. Like, the sheeziest part about it for us is, like, it's not something we can hide. It's just something that's there. Yeah, that's where true. between me and Danny both being gay, that is something that we can hide. Yeah. And, yeah, there is, like, that irrational fear of... Because it, it it does not matter. And if you are not a queer person or you're a white person listening to this, you need to understand it does not matter whatsoever how well you know the person that you're about to come out to. You don't know how they're going to react. That is and it's scary. Just, you absolutely do not know. Yep. From strangers on the street... To family and friends that you've known your whole life. Mm. And and the reason for that is because there, like, we hear stories so often about how, like, there were people who came out to those that they trusted, like, implicitly, who completely rejected them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And sometimes even violently. Sometimes oh, yeah. violently. Where, like, sometimes they don't even survive. Like, yeah, like, yeah it's... That's fucking crazy. Fucked up. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, I can't I, imagine. I don't know how... I mean, you can. What well, you can imagine? Imagine what? How c- people can react like that? Maybe you you can't imagine with a family member, but like to have somebody react to you being black the same way they would react to us being gay. Oh, oh, oh like oh. that level? Yeah, no, not like obviously you can't like guys. I'm black. Like no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I don't god, know he's right. Knew- <laughs> I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> All the signs were there. A damnable. <laughs> <laughs> thought you had a really bad tan i just thought you blended in with the dark really well <laughs> i was like he has beautiful skin <laughs> i didn't know you were black i thought you were like just really enjoyed gardening <laughs> never showered whoa hey, 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 hey i'm sorry Corey's half a mexican so he takes offense to that to the gardening aspect not the showering part he wouldn't take offense to that he doesn't shower um, no, he I does do now. These days he does now. A couple years ago, I had to yell at him because he didn't shower for three days. Oh my god! And I still didn't listen to you. And he still didn't listen to his me. hair. Was like <laughs> Snape could take lessons in oh, that grease. Sure. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, Ooh. it's bad stuff. But now I have to deal with horse poop and sand, mm. and I need all of that out of me yeah, every single do. day. Yeah, that's nasty because it's in every single orifice. It yeah, sure it is. is. Yeah. Mostly my ears. Ugh. Strangely enough, yeah, it yeah. sucks. 
Even that Cotton Eye Joe. Gotta swap it out. <laughs> I suppose. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I mean things like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's nothing that you can I try not to worry about it too much because it's really just nothing that it's completely out of my control. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was not relationships, by the way. That's just blackness. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's, that's my, your my relationship with, with the society. world. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There we society. go. That's a good segue. Um, we were talking about the Bothan way in Star Wars. Refresher course, Bothans are a race of creatures in the Star Wars universe, and they have a particular philosophy called the way, which we talked about. And I just like kept thinking about it after that. Humans use that all the time. Bothans? Like, when it comes down to it, you will do everything you can to protect yourself before anyone else, unless you have, like, a kid. Then, uh, then like, the chemical balance of your brain changes so you don't have the same level of survival that you did before. Yeah, but what about people who, like, risk their lives for people they don't know? They're not, not everybody's like that. Not everybody, but when it comes down to, not in the sense of, I'm going to do this for someone else. But in the sense of, like, you have to save yourself, most people are going to choose to save themselves. Majority. And then as that particular philosophy goes on, it goes on with people. We will protect our people before other people, whether that's your family and friends, whoever your your group is. Your inner circle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to go to your neighborhood, your city, your state, your country, et cetera, et cetera. Until it goes down to your race. Yeah. Um, The planet Earth versus aliens. Basically, like that's, or that's kind of like the yeah. biggest. I'm watching circle. Game of Thrones. I'm watching the final season of Game of Thrones right now, so no spoilers, anybody. Um, okay, because they're gonna tell you. They might. You never know. That's true. Maybe somebody's like half a demon, and they're gonna possess the microphone and come back through the past and tell me what's gonna happen. I don't think that. Or Somebody he'll be happen. walking his way through the halls of his school, and then suddenly be like, "Oh my God, is that Robert from my- Nights with Mike, oh Luca?" There it is. Shut up. No, if anything, I'll be walking through the halls like, of the school and get shot by somebody, <laughs> or I'll be shot because they think I'm the shooter. 50-50. Most likely. Yeah. You'll be shot because they think you're the shooter? Because I'm half black. Mm, but yeah. you're white. He's going to have it. You're not white. But I'm also gay. So it's 50-50. I'm either going to get shot just because, or I'm going to get shot because they think I'm the bad guy. You'll get shot just because. He's going to have a not bagel too. in his hand. They're going to be like, it's a grenade! Run! <laughs> Take him down! Yeah. Shoot me in the face as I'm taking a bite. You call these bagels? Oh my gosh. It's just an everything bagel! <laughs> Bitches, I wish this was a grenade so just I can take you all with me. Bagel. <laughs> I have nothing illegal, just the opiates in my system from the sesame seeds? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. The point is, in Game of Thrones, in the final season, if you've been watching it, if not, you, you should. Dig. It's a good show. If you like good TV, just watch it. But. The White Walkers have finally come down past the wall, and literally everyone who's been fighting for the past, what is it, They're season eight, right? Yes. So the past seven seasons, everyone who's been fighting each other, who's still alive, have come together to fight against a common enemy. And that's going to happen in the real world. If we ever do have, like, aliens or zombies or some bullshit, that's going to be the only thing that will bring us all together. Well, yes. at this point, I, it's I thought always about been that. them versus us. Yeah, right. and that's, that's that, what that's life what it is. Be. Yeah, that's what it would yeah. be. That's what I was like, as soon as aliens come, it'll be great that I'm black. Yep. Because I'll just be a human. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'll be human versus, yeah, I'll be human versus whatever they, yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. 
And it's... And it'll be great because we'll all just be humans. But let me let me ask this then. Mm-hmm. Are you sure, given the fact that when um, like slavery was still around, mm-hmm. and or even like even after slavery for the most part ended, I, I'm using air quotes. <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm air quoting. Um, like when we started going to war with other people, like blacks were still segregated in the military. Right. Like, even though we had a greater common enemy mm-hmm. like there was still so so much massive seg- segregation so do it you was, think that there would yeah. still be segregation if aliens yes. around? i think in terms of a complete other there would be like a Agreed. unity amongst humans yeah mm-hmm. that's that's not an other that's just another human so there's okay. still like okay. the yeah, because it's the you can compare humans because we are animals compare humans to animals like they're always going to fight with each other but entire like prides of lions will come together to take out someone invading hyenas yeah someone who's invading all of True. them all yeah. of their yeah. like space you know like I mean? so. it, and again that's the way it just goes from one person to their family to their people to their group etc yeah, etc et yeah. there's as, a ranking system as long mm-hmm. as there's something else everything we'll everyone come else together will to come destroy together. it yeah yeah i'll try it because humans are destructive. Yeah. And anybody who says that, like, oh, we're, like, everybody's so violent nowadays. No, we fucking burn people at the stake for being witches, and we would throw them off of a cliff into some water, and if they floated, they were witches, and if they sank, they were human, and they died. Like, I'm pretty sure we're just garbage. Like, no, we are not just super garbage. violent today. We've been warring since the very beginning. Like, we're just terrible. Fairly odd parents. Well, I think it just takes a long time for humans to evolve. I Some are still others. evolving. Oh, yeah. That's, we're, we're pretty terrible right now. Yeah. yeah. Again, like, some more than us. Right now, I think society is very much, it's very flimsy. We're you fucked. Know? It's very easy to tip the scales okay. and have things go really crazy. I'm you know going to stop I mean? you for a second because I just remembered this. And this is this is too important. To, I'm afraid I'm gonna forget about it. Donald Trump just passed something that says any public record about like the future of Earth, basically all the what do you call them projections about what's going on with the planet are being cut off. Instead of up to a hundred years, the public's only gonna have access to the next forty years. To the next forty years, what? yes, which does not show you whatsoever how bad things are actually going to be. I just heard this on the radio today, and I just remembered it. I'm like, I have to share this. I have to look into we should, that. We should look that up and then talk about it next time. Yeah. yeah. We will it's... look into that, folks. Yeah. <sighs> we're all going to die. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're all going to die. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> it's our children's children that are all going to die from the shit that we pulled. Basically. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, some people being more evolved than others, what I said, like that's relationships <laughs> some people should just not be alive and that's not like oh honey like i'm going to murder my wife no that's like this is relationships between all humans uh huh there's just no i don't i don't know I'm you sorry. think that some people shouldn't be alive Wait. the donald trumps and the mike pences of the world that is an incredibly political stance. It is. It is. And I'm sorry, like, the, the places we're at, like, 
people who want to try and fix things bully for you it's not going to work yeah we we keep thinking that like our system that we have where we're getting way off topic no no, no I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna loop it back because this is it's still okay. relationships this is relationships in america we collectively air quotes decided 200 years ago that it was a good idea to have like a handful of people speak for literally everyone in our country i'm just saying that's not working i mean i'm no economist but i feel i do feel like our country is too big for our government for the government. like i yes. feel like we need to break up a little bit of our country yeah mm-hmm. like i have no idea how logistically that would that would turn that out or work. work or anything but like i feel I, like it'd wind up being like eastern and western united states <clears throat> Ugh, which could result in some type of war later on oh, there's always, right? but there's always gonna be a war yeah, it but... was north and south and now it'll be east and west yeah yeah it'd be really weird the people's Thirsty for their water. No, and we'll just be divided into three. We'll have... I think three, yeah. We'll have <laughs> West Coast, Mid- Middle East... Or Middle Eastern. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Midwesterners, and then the East Coast. So I was I, thinking... Just be... I was thinking, like, the people... There would be, like, the West Hemisphere, like, upper part, and then, like, Eastern, and then, like, the South. Oh, maybe. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's like, what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The maybe. East, like, New York, Maine, Vermont, all the way into, like, the Midwest... The South, like Virginia and down, yeah, Virginia, Georgia, basically, Florida, like Tennessee. to Texas, Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky. Tennessee Kentucky. and then yes. the Kentucky. West and like Pacific <laughs> Midwest. So all of like California, New Mexico, <laughs> Nevada, Colorado. Washington, Seattle, Colorado, just like all of that. Just everybody be their own selves. You got freeze world hollywood land and murica <laughs> murica freeze world hollywood yeah. land and murica freeze world yeah i love it that's basically what it is no yeah just we i'm sorry we were talking too much about like relationships and lovey-doveyness where yeah. then there's me my relationships with the world is basically like at a two yeah so okay so i think <laughs> Anyway, you suck. So, <laughs> talking about relationships, um, next week, one of my personal favorite topics, uh, going off of relationships, and this will get into more why I was particularly quiet for most of this particular episode, and oh, I why I have so many different opinions compared to the other three, but we're going to be talking about the difference between empathic people, sociopathic people, and psychopathic people, Woo! which sounds a lot more crazy than it actually is. Because, Good, uh, yes, but <laughs> uh, basically, this is Jeffrey Dunn. Yeah, um, me trying to explain a little bit of a difference between now that we kind of understand how people work within each other, how there are different types of people within those groups. And there it is. Take it away, Danny. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us tonight. And we will be talking about what Robert Luca. Fuck. I can't. ESP. I can't. So, yeah, we'll be talking about ESP next week. And we look forward to having you join us then. And until then, 
be awesome, and we'll see you later. There are so many women still missing from the Ted Bundy case. It's insane. There are so many women missing just because they were sold into sex slavery. Hold on, buddy. I'm just saying. Who's your...